Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a new labor ruling by the Biden administration. And this is going to maybe transform across the nation how you're seen as an employee or a 1099 employee or what they call a gig worker. And this has already been in effect in California for the last couple of years. And if this goes national, I'll let you know what you're kind of in store for since we're already feeling it here in California. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Here is kind of the gist of the ruling or what they're trying to do. And so the Biden administration is proposing a rule that could result in more gig workers being considered full-time employees, a potential major shift in the nation's labor law that could disrupt ride-sharing, delivery, construction, and other companies that employ independent contractors, which are typically 1099 employees. And the draft of the rule has been published on Thursday and it's been sent out. And basically, it's going to use the ABC standard that we use here in California. And I'll read you the ABC standard so you kind of know where this is heading in the nation. And California usually sets the standard. And then fortunately and unfortunately, the rest of the nation will follow California's lead. I also want to emphasize that I am not against employees or businesses having employees. I have an employee myself. I got a rather nasty email last time I talked about this, criticizing the fact that I'm pro-business and I'm against employees, and that's just not the case. I'm a firm believer that there are, of course, many situations where someone needs to be an employee, and then there are other situations where that person can be an independent contractor. And I fully understand why the government is moving in this direction, because we can't self-police ourselves or self-govern ourselves in the business world. And so the government has to step in because of abuse of these, this 1099 designation, the people that should have been employees, and therefore, since we can't get a handle on ourselves, the government steps in and wants to take care of that problem, which is a problem because I think the lawsuit stemmed in California from some truckers in, in the port of Long Beach that were classified as 1099 employees and they couldn't get the benefits of overtime and other benefits that were allowed for employees. And that's where it all started from. And there was a really big battle with this proposition in California. And you had, you know, people that had 10 and 9 employees like Uber really fighting hard against it. And eventually, I believe they got some kind of exemption at the end. I can't remember exactly. Let me read you the ABC test. And this is how you classify people as an employee or as a 1099 employee. And it's pretty simple. A is free from the control and direction of the hiring entity in connection with the performance of the work, both under the contract 
for the performance of the work and in fact and b performs work that is outside the usual course of hiring entities business and c is customarily engaged in independently established trade occupation or business of the same nature as that involved in the work performed all three prongs of the abc test must be satisfied for the worker to be in, a, in a, for the worker to be an independent contractor in other words to be an ic a worker must be free from control plus work outside the hiring firm's usual business and have an independent business and uber tried to kind of get around this by saying that they're actually the host of the ride sharing platform so they're they're actually a different business because they're not out there driving people around which i think is somewhat logical and so a good example of how this can't work is if you are working in a hair salon and the owner also has a station there and they're cutting hair and they hire you as someone who has their own chair in that salon you're doing the same work as that em- employer is doing and therefore you're disqualified because you don't meet the B requirement which is perform work outside of the usual course of the hiring entity's business so most of the pool companies here in California fail the ABC test because most of the companies are owned by someone who does pool service of some form or the other they do repairs and installs why they have someone doing the route so that kind of disqualifies you as being an independent contractor since the person who employs you does the same work that you do and a lot of people fail this also even if the owner doesn't work there let's say it's all help run and they don't work there it still will disqualify you under C which is you have to have your own business and you're doing your own pools on a separate route so you have your own established pool route and you're working for this company this may qualify you but a lot of employers don't want you to have your own pool route on the side so that will disqualify you as a 1099 employee in California if you don't have your own business and your own pool route and then A disqualifies you in a lot of cases because you're not really free to make your own decisions out there um in a way you are but you have an established route given to you by the company and they want you to do the pools in a certain way so you're kind of under their control and direction so i think pool service in california for the most part fails the abc rule um hair salons anything of that nature really fails this abc test and it's a really a stringent way of operating or making people making businesses make their workers employees because the ABC test is something that again has been in place for about 2 years in California and the fines and penalties as an employer who fails this ABC test with an employee i think is um license suspension or a $10,000 fine for the supplier and with escalating fines for successive violations and then a 3,000 fine for a retailer for the first violation so I think it's it's kind of scaled towards the business type but you can see that these fines are pretty steep. And so most companies in California have made their 1099 1099 employees actual employees of the company. The real benefit of the 1099 employee was that if you're a business owner, you can just give that person a 1099 at the end of the year stating all the money that you paid them and then they would take that and file their taxes as a self-employed person and do all the deductions, pay social security and do things of that like with that money and you were off the hook of paying 
any kind of employment payroll taxes, and you're also off the hook for workers' comp insurance because they were technically not an employee of you, which I think is, is one reason why the state has been really tough in California and cracking down on people because the state actually makes quite a bit of money from the payroll taxes. If you're not familiar with having an employee as the employer in California, at least you're paying basically double of everything. So they pay their state income tax, they pay their federal income tax, they pay into Social Security, then you as the employer match that actual payment on your end. And so it's kind of like being paying double as the employer, you're paying for the employee, you're paying those taxes and you're paying, paying those taxes on top of that as the employer. So I can see why a lot of people went with a 1099 employee. Plus it's a lot of extra fees to actually process the payroll, have someone generate it and things of that nature. So it adds another layer to your business that it would be easy just to give someone a 1099 and not worry about that. And you avoid the workers' comp. Fortunately for a pool service in California, you're under the janitorial category, which makes workers' comp fairly affordable for the employer. But again, it was much easier just to give someone a 1099 and let them have their own insurance and not worry about that particular person. So what happens now if you still want a 1099 employee? Well, you have to meet the ABC requirements here. Again, they're free from your control. They perform work outside of what you usually do, or they do this as a trade or occupation. So the workaround here in California, and this is where I got a lot of criticism from this person in Texas who was thinking I was anti-employee by stating this, but there is a workaround. And this is something that people have been doing. It's nothing new. And this is something that if you really want to be an independent contractor and work for a company, you can definitely do this, which is form your own corporation and S Corp. If the company has their is incorporated also, then they would just basically deal with you as a corporate to corporate entity. And that means that they will give you, you know, a they won't give you a 1099. They'll just pay you and then you actually report that on your corporate taxes, the money they give you. And that's the only workaround that I know of because the ABC rules are really strict and I know that the State Board of Equalization, at least in California, audits businesses all the time just to check to make sure that everything is on the up and up. And if they find that you have some 1099 employees that don't fit this rule, then you're definitely going to get fined. And it's going to be a pretty expensive fine for you and your business. I'm not sure nationally if this is going to stick because at this point, this particular ruling is just something that they're testing. There's no enforcement across the nation. There's enforcement in California, but this is something that they're putting out there. And I think eventually, of course, it's going to be enforced by the Department of Labor. And I think it's going to be hard to rally people against any kind of enforcement of this policy because unfortunately, businesses have abused the 1099 employee classification now, what does it mean for you as a business owner or a pool service company that's looking to hire employees? Or maybe you already have 1099 employees. I know in Florida and in Texas, it's pretty big to have the 1099 employee doing the pool route for you. What this is going to mean is that you're going to have to make them employees, which will open you up to, of course, a huge amount of taxes that you weren't paying before. Also, paperwork and hiring payroll companies, getting workers' comp for the employees. 
and also figuring out a way to structure the pay so that it falls under the current labor laws in your area. For instance, with the 1099 employee, you would pay them per pool and you would give them X amount of pools to do. Now, as an employee, and you also have to be aware of the overtime restrictions in your area, you also have to figure out a way for them to clock in and clock out so that you can track their hours. And so this will add another layer to your business, of course. But once you have it established, I think there are some benefits to having an employee as a corporation. Of course, you can, you'll have another set of deductions because you have the payroll, uh, but you will lose out, of course, on those payroll taxes and on workers' comp. So it's one of those things that I think you have to really sit down and look at. If you currently have 1099 employees, they probably aren't going to fit the ABC rule that California has. But if you feel that that person is truly independent from you, let's say they have a small route of 10 or 15 pools. They have their own company name already. They're doing some pools for you and they have their own pool route. And you let them follow their own particular pattern out there. So they have a way of cleaning the pools that is effective in their business. And they're just taking their skills to your business and they're cleaning the pools on your route and if they've been doing that already and it's not something that's new then I really don't have a problem and I don't think a lot of people will have a problem with you dealing with them as a separate corporate entity and you're a separate corporate entity and you're going to employ them in that fashion but again it's one of those things where the country is kind of moving away from the gig worker the 1099 employee And you're going to have to make a decision of which direction you're moving. And you may, it may just be easier for you to convert all of your 1099 independent contractors over to employees, which we have done in California in most cases, just about every business, including my son's school of music, believe it or not. They were actually audited by the state board of equalization. They have, you know, a lot of different music teachers that were 1099 employees. I'm not sure why I'm having so much trouble pronouncing that. And so they had to actually convert all of them over to payroll employees. And this is a lot of teachers that they had to actually convert over. And it seems to be working okay. There's still some glitches with, you know, the system. And it's a big move, of course, to, to move, you know, 50 or 60 people that were independent contractors or gig workers over the employees all the hair salons have done it most of the pool companies here have probably done it as well and this is kind of moving across the nation and things that happen in california you should be keeping an eye on because it will probably move to your state eventually and this is probably moving nationally and it's going to be something that i believe will be strictly enforced by the department of labor in the very near future If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find them on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, just click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. And you can also learn more about my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.